0: Good evening and welcome to Gouda on Gouda. This is the second episode. I'm here, uh, my name is Bob Gouda. I'm here with uh, Mr. Jerome Ralston. Good evening, Jerome. Good evening, Bob. So, so last week we had a, uh, a fairly, uh, fairly challenging and intimidating selection of cheeses. Um, one of which I will say, the cheddar, I've used uh on multiple occasions this week and can confirm that it goes with everything that being the prairie breeze cheddar now uh i i there's just not enough good things that i can say about it i feel like i covered it fairly well last week let's uh see what we got here this week what do we got why don't you introduce us
1: well bob this is uh from beamster company mm, a trusted brand dutch cheese a premium dutch cheese according to the label although this isn't terribly expensive uh this is a pumpkin spice cheese mm. which
0: beamster is not immune it, everybody's got to do the pumpkin spice it, thing this if time it weren't of
1: year from one of our one of our top uh, favorite companies i had to walk right on by this but i it's saw a, saw a beamster that we hadn't had yet and had to get it
0: it's a cheese of chance is what it is like um, we have sport. never had a bad beamster we're huge fans of the brand um, and you know it's uh it's weird to see a dutch uh, a Dutch company uh, it, it shows that the pumpkin spice phenomenon is a worldwide uh, it's a worldwide thing everybody everybody wants the pumpkin spice the, unfortunately pumpkin spice is only good for about two weeks a year usually uh, late September through about halfway through October when you're all kind of, you know, everybody's in a fall mood and everybody wants that that special fall pumpkin spice kind of flavor. So you have a couple of pumpkin spice lattes and you really enjoy them. And then by about the third pumpkin spice latte, you're just really sick of pumpkin spice and you're ready for it to go away for another year.
1: Bob, I've got to take issue with what you just said. I'm not sure I'm ready for pumpkin spice at all.
0: Pumpkin spice cheese, though. This is definitely a new experience. I mean, this is a uh, well, this is some kind of cheese. Uh, it's a cows milk, uh, cow's milk cheese uh, contains uh, let's see here cinnamon, nutmeg, aniseed, ginger, cardamom, clove, and pepper. all the greatest hits of the pumpkin spice uh, the pumpkin spice blend. So it definitely smells like a pumpkin spice latte, I will say. Um, and, uh, you know, the good thing about the Beamster cheese is it's just, just good quality cheese at a fair price. You know, you're never going break to the, break the bank for Beamster. Not like, uh, it's not like a, a top quality artisanal goat that's covered in insects. Well,
1: I did, um, I did note that Amazon sells wheels of Beamster, so you want 20, 28 pounds of it delivered to your door worldwide.
0: That is such a huge commitment.
1: That's a big commitment.
0: However, I could see if I had a restaurant making a beer and cheese soup. That was going to be served en masse. I could make a whole wheel of cheese into soup.
1: You're going to need your own one own fridge for just that one wheel.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, you got to... When you make a giant beer and cheese soup for a restaurant, I mean, you got you to gotta just go for broke. All right. Let's shall we then? Pumpkin spice beamster. As I said, smells like a pumpkin spice latte.
1: more bitter than I expected.
0: It tastes like a good quality cow's milk cheese um, after you've had a sip of a pumpkin spice latte. The the, The flavoring doesn't really seem to, it doesn't seem to really infuse the cheese so much as it's there with it. It's like, here's some good cheese that we put some pumpkin spice into. Like the cheese itself.
1: I'm getting alternating cheese and pumpkin spice notes. It's like like you said, they're not really together. they're
0: yeah, they're not combining. they're just there together.
1: They're working along parallel lines, but they're not together.
0: Like I feel like I can get the same thing just from eating. Like I like this I like the consistency of it. It's a good soft cheese. It's not an aged cheese. I like it. I'm sure it would melt deliciously into your latte into your latte. Stir it in there. I mean, it is heavy on the spice. Look at the cross-section of that cheese there.
1: It's all this red stuff. Ants? It's not ants. They Unless they migrated from your cheese drawer.
0: No, you <laughs> never know. Hmm. The rind is pretty stiff.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say again, that's more bitter than I expected. Maybe because I expected it to be like a sweet pumpkin spice coffee drink thing with froth on
0: it and... Whipped cream on top, or something. But. Usually, expect the sweetness with the pumpkin spice. I can taste the, uh, I can taste the nutmeg over everything else. I can't really taste uh, much in the way of cinnamon or cardamom. Well, wow. I mean it's it's good cheese. However, I can't imagine a context where I would uh, where I would deploy such cheese. You know, maybe if I was having a fall party and I was sure that. Everybody that was going to be at the party hadn't already had their two pumpkin spice lattes for the fall. And, um, because, man, I'll tell you, that last, that first taste of pumpkin spice after you've become sick of pumpkin spice, it's just offensive. Here we go again. However, um, I like the idea, I guess. I mean.
1: Well, it's for the pumpkin spice lover in your life. There's not many. If there is one.
0: There's not, uh, you know, there's a pumpkin spice everything. But, um...
1: yeah, a use case for this with something else.
0: That's the thing. I'm trying to think of an application for this. It's
1: sort of like a creamy because, vehicle for the delivery of spices.
0: Okay, you know those lunatics who are like, every time you're eating apple pie, they're like, hey man, put a slice of cheese on your apple pie. Yeah. And you're always like, You lunatic. Yeah, I can see this because it's not. This gonna... is a cheese for those lunatics. Yep, it'll get the sweet that you expect from the apple, but it's got a cheddar-y kind of. Uh, it's a very mild there's, cheddar-y there's taste. No bite. no bite to it, but the spices would uh, would go well over pie. I can
1: see that with apple in general.
0: Yeah, I can see that, which I guess makes sense. Fault taste. My uh, my father-in-law, uh, Cheese Louise's dad, is uh, one of those uh, lunatics that wants to put cheese on apple pie. I think it's an insane idea, but. Um, I would, uh, I would, I would definitely put forth this cheese as an apple pie topping cheese. Were you willing to ruin both cheese and a piece of apple pie? Um, <clears throat> good on them. Hey, Beamster. I mean, they just make a good cheese. The cheese is good. I will cheese say, I'm good. gonna look
1: a little askance at uh, the next non-standard Beamster I see, though. Won't stop me from getting it.
0: You know, Beamster they're not immune to trends. They see the writing on the wall. They know that there's a certain time of year where you just got to put out a pumpkin spice thing to get that market. And, uh, you know, hey. They, they, I can't fault them for it. That said, I reiterate that the flavors just kind of are there with the cheese. I'd eat it, though. It's definitely not bad. Well, you have. But I'm not going to buy this over something else. Would not buy again? Concur. Once you've gotten the pumpkin spice cheese, once you've confirmed that there is a cheese that tastes like pumpkin spice, there's no reason to go back. Um, I do like the orange rind. Nice touch. I thought we'd revisit, one week later, uh, the anthill. Well, the ants ants are are still still there. The ants are still dead. Yep, still dead. You know, um, I've told a few people about this cheese, people have asked, and and I, I... I fall back on uh, it being a top-notch goat that also has some unnecessary ants on it. But I uh, thought I'd smear a little on a cracker, give it a little, uh, give it its uh, one-week-later sort of uh, a retrospective. taste there. And you may notice that I'm just avoiding the ants, because I know what the ants taste like now. I and did I'm notice not really that. Impressed. I'm not going to avoid the ants, because yes. I can have goat cheese any time. That's a good point. I feel bad for avoiding the ants. I'm going to grab some of these
1: ants. I've mentioned this to several people, and they said it sounded hor- horrifying.
0: Yeah, so did everybody. Everybody that I t- told about it was either horrified or unimpressed.
1: I'm going to draw a line here between unapproachable and actively intimidating.
0: Still smells the same. Oh, it's a top-notch goat. I love that lemony flavor. Not a myrtle. Yeah, the myrtle, which I don't know what it is, but...
1: Goat cheese goes well on crackers.
0: Yeah, it really does,
1: especially if you're a student of crackers, as is Cheese Louise.
0: For those of you listening after the fact, uh, if I get three or four episodes, if we uh, if we you know get a few episodes into this show and uh, realize that uh, a podcast where you chew within you know a foot of a microphone. Is, a, is an offensive experience. We'll try to resolve that in the future. Uh, try to resolve that. Um, but, yeah. Like a mouth guard or something? Yeah, or just, you know, maybe we point the mic like in a different direction. Or maybe I just don't chew like a goddamn animal. I got a big chunk of ant on this one.
1: Speaking of chewing like an animal, eating your yes. ants. My
0: God, that's a huge ant.
1: Well, they're hand harvested. You're going to pick the big ones, right?
0: I wonder if the green ones are more desirable. In terms of flavor, personally, I think they taste like well,
1: ants. I'm sure somebody's done a nutritional analysis. Most efficient way of getting protein, that sort of thing, or your formic acid for the day.
0: I would like to try. That's
1: more acidic now than, our, than it was last
0: week. Yeah, yeah, it has. I think that I think the the myrtle on top has sort of broken down a little bit. Um. And And the flavor comes out very well.
1: Yeah, more so now, I think. This is one of the few cheeses I think I've had that benefits from a little bit of oxidation.
0: Yeah, yeah, I will say that. The problem with goats is that I typically, I never return to the goat after the tasting. And I'll have a perfectly good goat that goes bad. Well, sometimes it's gone at the first taste. Yeah, I mean, that's like goat is sold in small amounts. That's what, uh... I'd like to try more from this Chris Lloyd, um... She she knows how to she knows how to produce a good goat. That's Chris with a K. Chris with a K. And Lloyd with two L's, not three L's. What do we uh, what are we think for next week? What should we shoot for? I uh, some bad news. I uh, contacted my cheese guy, mm-hmm. and I said, "What's the story with the What's the story with the goat on a hot tin roof?" And uh, he says, "It's it's no more. Sold out. It's gone. It's never coming back." So that's a shame, because if I could have gotten my hands on some of that, that was an intriguing cheese. I will still try, um, and I do plan to, uh, visit my cheese guy again at some point in the next week, and, uh, and hopefully come up with, uh, come up with something for, uh, for next week's episode. Um, I've, it's, it's been mentioned, uh, that Sartori, or one of our favorite Marquises has, uh, a great deal of, uh. Of different, brand, of different cheeses available to me. So maybe one of those. Who knows? Um, I'll
1: try to look for something less gimmicky and more uh, eh, more solid.
0: You know, I'm not even going to say that's gimmicky. They had to. They had to do a pumpkin spice cheese. Come it's,
1: on. Are you, are you arguing that pumpkin spice is so widespread that it's no longer a gimmick?
0: It's required. It's
1: required? Oh,
0: it's disgustingly required. You know? That's just the thing right now. Well, actually, no. It's a thing like five, ten years ago, but... It's still around, so.
1: Well, you got to use up that
0: warehouse a little bit somewhere. Exactly. Somebody somebody went all in on cardamom and cinnamon and nutmeg, and, you know, they're, they've are they got good marketing people with them, and they're not going to let this drop anytime soon. So, well, thank you for joining us. Episode 2, Gouda on Gouda. And, uh, you know, I leave you with this.